Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 11 of the Men Lie, Women Lie, and All Flowers Die podcast. Your lovely host, Mama Les, aka Sporty Spice. Today, just today. I am Uncle Joe, aka. I don't even know. I don't know what AKA is today. <laughs> I'm going to be nice. <laughs> You're going to insult I'll, me. So early I'll, in the no, episode? I wasn't. That's why I. Nope. You was, okay. but today. you held it in. You bit your tongue. Not today, Sam. I have user feedback. <laughs> I have listener feedback from Mama Les. Oh, shit. Listener reached out to me. What camera am I looking at? Both? <laughs> Both, huh? A listener reached out to me and said that every episode that passes, Mama Les is getting more and more beautiful. Aww. So they said they don't know if she got a stylist. No, I don't, but her hey. management is doing a good job. Probably not. <laughs> um, but something's going on. I don't know if you're working out, taking your vitamins. I do work out. Or you have a fan club and it's growing progressively every week. So, Mama Aww, Les, congratulations. Thank you. That's sweet. I appreciate that. So, to that listener. Yeah, thank you. At Les Dash Dreams. Be consistent and uh, romantic. Right? Yeah. Oh, and muscles. Don't be a bro. Does a person have muscles? She looks like the rock. Do <laughs> 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 you think I'm lying? Um, we're here today to discuss a topic that is uh, a little. I don't. It's not near and dear to my heart, but it's a topic that I can relate to a lot. Right? Twin flames is the topic, but that topic is going to branch off, and we're going to compare it to soulmates mm -hmm. and we're also going to compare it to soul ties and i'm going to break down to you why scientifically a soul tie is way more powerful and longer lasting than a twin flame and contrary to prop uh popular belief a soul tie cannot be broken but let's start with twin flames so i read a definition for twin flames that says a twin flame is an intense connection thought to be a person's other half AKA a soul mirror. Yes. So another way to define it is um, it's one soul broken in half. So it's literally meeting your other half. So, so like what in is a soulmate? It, so for um, twin flames, it's like that Spanish term, like media naranja. I've never heard that. You've never heard? Oh, okay. I'm Dali, you've heard uh, that? Uh, I'm American, La media right? naranja, right? Yeah. Like, that's like your other half, like your yin-yang, you know? Uh -huh. um, and then a soulmate is two separate souls that are just, have like soul contracts to be together. And you can have multiple soulmates or to come across, you know, to cross paths and... Okay, and so it, can still you define soul ties? So a soul tie, there's actual different soul ties, right? Um, because I have a definition. Okay, go ahead. Let so I read that a soul tie is a deep soul connection established between two people. Um, but I feel like that was a very general definition. Yeah, no, I have like a deep soul connection, right? But that's just a connection. Your twin flame is literally your other, the other half of your soul. That's why they call it like the mirror. Hmm. Can a twin flame die? Um, yeah, I mean, people die. Not, <laughs> not can your twin flame die? You and your twin flame are both alive. Mm -hmm. Does the twin flame aspect of the relationship or of the connection die? Does that ever wear off? I don't think it ever fully goes away, <laughs> but it's very rare um, that 
you end up with your twin flame because it's such a complicated relationship. Um, but why? If it's because your twin flame, because they're they, the other half of you. They mirror the the things that you need to work on within yourself, right? They bring out the things that you need to... The twin flame journey, right? It's supposedly like your, like your beginning journey of a spiritual awakening, right? So and it, it's all about self-love. It teaches you to love yourself fully. And that other person brings out the things that, like, that you don't show to the rest of the world. But in doing so, do you then develop negativity towards them? No, I think, um, I, I mean, I don't think so. I, I don't know if I've ever met my twin flame. I'm kind of like We'll, we'll do a quiz shortly because I have 11 signs that you've met your <laughs> twin flame. So we'll, we'll run you through that and see if that qualifies. But, if but I'm trying to understand mm -hmm. why there's such a high percentage of people that find their twin flame and end up not together with them. Because you have to be on the same, um, like you have to be aligned on everybody's healing journey. right? It's all about timing. If I meet my twin flame and the timing is off, we're never going to be able to to be aligned. And you can't be with someone that's aligned. This is yourself. Like, you have a lot. It, they show you a lot of things that you have to work on within yourself to fully love yourself. Once right. you get to the point that you fully love yourself, if your other half is at that stage too, then it'll work. So, I'm not an expert in twin flames. So, I'm trying to understand that... Your twin flame is your other half, mm -hmm. and they show you, from from what I'm gathering from mm -hmm. what you're saying, they show you the aspects of yourself that you do not like a, a, in order for you to improve. Is, am not, I understanding that correctly? It's not that you don't like, but it's, yeah, the, the parts of yourself that you need kind improvement. of... That need improvement. Or that just you just need to love about yourself, right? That you kind of keep mm -hmm. hidden. And then as you develop that love for and yourself... And vice versa, you do the same thing for them. So as you develop that love for yourself, love for them does not develop? Of course it does. You will always love that person. That that person is one, your twin flame, you will never, that's when you know that you've met your twin flame. You will never forget that person. But for that relationship to actually work. So I guess that was my earlier question. Will the love for your twin flame ever no. die? No, it's just no. your whole life. Your whole life. Okay. Um, that's you. Think about it. That's. It's you. You are your twin flame. So again, because that is you, and that is the other half of mm -hmm. your soul, why is the large percentage not making it work and being together? Like, I figured that would be the perfect... All right, so what percentage of soulmates stay, uh, are I together? Don't, I don't know. Together? Not percentage, percentage, but in comparison to twin flames, would more soulmates, soulmates be... Soulmates are more stable relationships. They're two separate souls that come together and you kind of, it's it's just easier, uh -huh. right? It's easier with a soulmate than it is with, um, you know, a lot of people say that uh, twin flames are like toxic, right? They could seem toxic uh -huh. um, because it's, they're, they're chaotic, they're, there's so much passion behind it, there's so many, it's, it's yourself. Uh -huh. And it's about doing that inner work to love yourself. So it, there's a lot to it. I'm literally learning in real time and um, trying to apply this. Um. Look, maybe this will put it a little more into perspective for you, right? So it says, uh, the twin flame journey is about balancing yourself, learning to love yourself unconditionally. 
right? And then your twin flame is a reverse mirror. They show you parts of yourself that you need to learn to love. So that's, that's, I feel like that's where the resentment might come in. Because Why? if I'm, if I'm holding in these emotions or these characteristics that I need to improve on and I'm kind of like subduing them and maybe hiding them and you point them out to me in order for I me to improve I don't think they're going to sit there and be like well you got to work out no not gotta, like but that yeah, they're going to shine a light you're constantly I, pointing why would that be resentment I I want someone to to show me where I need to work on myself well it depends on right? the individual like, well it depends on where you are in your spiritual journey right, that's why you have to be you have to get to that point that you want to know and you want to heal and you want to get better before you get to that point you're still in this um mentality of it's a e you're still in your ego yeah i don't i don't like this so let me just ignore it right so that's why in order for it to work you both have to be on the same spiritual alignment like right but if you're not and this person is trying to make you better work. and you're not ready yeah. you will resent them. that's why twin flame i mean it could be resentment I mean, I don't know if resentment would be the right word, but yes, it would never work. Again, I'm digesting this information and trying to apply it to what I believe is my soul tie. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds twin flame-ish, but I still believe it to be more so soul tie-ish. The fact that you say twin flames can be more toxic and more chaotic um, reminds me and makes me think that they this relationship that I'm thinking of might apply to a twin They can flame. come off as toxic because a lot of people also confuse, right, like a narcissistic relationship with a twin flame. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case, right? I mean, ultimately, the twin flame is to make you a better person. Right. But right? again, if but again, it, it does ready, hit, correct. it'll come off as correct. negative. And again, if you're not ready them whether blatantly or you know uh i don't know what's the opposite of blatantly uh sneakily um try to make you Mr. better dictionary doesn't know, I know that one you got me there. um if they're trying to make you better and you're not ready and you resent them and you lash out then it becomes toxic right right because they may lash back depending on whatever the relationship is yep um so that's interesting but again I feel within me, in my opinion, that a soul tie with a lover, because I read that soul ties can occur between friends, mm -hmm. family, even you and your pet can be a soul tie. That's the same thing with soulmates. Soulmates, yes. Yeah. But the difference, in my opinion, between a soul tie and a soulmate and a twin flame. Can a person be your twin flame and your soulmate? You know, I did, I did read that, and they said yes, but it's like less... Like, it's, it's rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. Can a person be your twin flame and your soul tie? I mean, to me, no, because to me, you could break a soul tie. You believe you cannot believe. break a twin flame. I believe you cannot break a soul tie. I believe you cannot break a soul tie. Right? And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. And this is just Joe uh, math right here. Right? Flames extinguish. Right? There's no eternal flame, regardless of that song, whoever the fuck it was. The eternal flame was that Madonna or something? I don't remember. 
but flames extinct, right? Souls. Top of the line engineering <laughs> at the Men Lie, Women Lie podcast. Um, souls and love. Again, this is a soul tie between you and your lover. Correct. Right. So souls are energy. Yes. Energy doesn't die. Correct. Energy only transfers. Correct. Love is an energy. Correct. Energy doesn't die. Energy only transfers. So when you have a soul tie with your lover, and the soul doesn't die, and the energy doesn't die, it can transcend lifetimes. So your soul tie may be your lifetime in this life, and it may not be good, it may be a bad relationship, but they may have been your soul tie in a previous life. They may be your soul tie in the next life, where your eternal flame I mean, I could, I could understand why you, why you see it that way, um, but I do think that there are like spiritual rituals that you can do, right? There's like cord cutting ceremonies, yes. and that's if people believe in this. Stuff, I have right? a list: ten ways to break a soul tie. Okay, I'm gonna try but, this list. Right, but going back to what you said, if you think about it, a twin flame is it, your soul in half. How do you break that? Like, you can't. That's your right. other. Right. That's why half. I like the soul mirror. Um, so they said twin flame, aka soul right. mirror. Right. I think soul mirror is a more everlasting or eternal term. If it was, if it was quantified yeah, as it? Oh, soul yeah, mirror. Oh yeah, I met my soul mirror. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Does, does that sound stupid? Because twin flame. No. <laughs> the fuck? You met a lighter? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, so that's Joe okay. math on why soul ties last longer but, than twin flames. If but, you disagree or if you have a thought or a comment, please drop it in the comments and let us know what y'all think last like, longer. Like twin flames, right? Like that's you. So you guys like connect even like telepathically, right? That's the word? Tele yes. Like telepathically. Yes. Why does it sound wrong? I don't know, but that is <laughs> Anyways, the word. Um, right? Like you just, you feel like that's your other half. You, you. When they're sad, you feel it. So I think in my brain... It's like twins, that's right? That's what a like, soul tie is. No, it, that's two separate souls. Just right. like soulmates. They're two separate but souls. You are you. I am me. Yeah, but there's no more... There's no more, like, tighter intertwining of <laughs> one soul split in two. Than the soul mirror, which is All the right, twin we'll flame. All right, call it soul mirror. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that makes a lot of sense. So, again, I'm being educated on twin flames in real life. So, if a twin flame is the other half of your soul right, like, and a soul doesn't what, die, what bond then twin is flames should last through lifetimes as well. Correct. Yo, that fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you this. That's terrible news, and that is mad depressing, yo. You're telling me that odds are, no matter what lifetime I live, there's an over 90% chance that I can't be with the other half of my soul. Unless you guys meet in a lifetime where you're aligned. Which is highly unlikely. And, and you will continue to meet this person in every life that you incarnate. And you probably can't be with them. And depending on where you're at, you may not. That's, yo, that is you may sad not. as fuck. That's whack, bro. You may not. But this person serves a purpose in your life, right? And... To is teach you purpose. to love yourself fully, like there's no, once you get to that point that you love yourself fully, if that person can get to their point that they love themselves fully, it 
it's going to be an amazing relationship. You know what's so scary? That in my brain, like with a soul mirror or what, with like a soul tie, um, you almost love them more than yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah, know if they, they can teach you. Well, that's the danger of it. That's why it's fucking sad and scary because you yeah. love them more than yourself. And with twin flames or soul mirrors specifically, you're saying that the percentage of you being with them is very rare and very small. At least with soul ties, like, I don't know, it's going to last through lifetimes. And I'm guess I'm hoping there's a better chance of you <laughs> being with them and actually getting to. Because I think, damn. And, and when, I, when I speak of these topics, I'm speaking about lovers, mm -hmm. not about family, right, not right, about right. friends. That's all great, you know. I'm sure if you have a soul tie with your friend, in every lifetime, that'll be your friend. Right. And they'll make you better, and that's great. But with your lover, if every lifetime you theoretically love them more than you love yourself in Joel's brain, and you can't be with them, every life is sad. So let me tell you the different types of soul ties, right? <laughs> that. And then I'm going to tell you the 11 signs you Okay, so the the different type, there's the protective soul tie, right? And this happens when someone comes into your life during like a challenging time. Uh -huh. They save you from your pain, they're protective, they're empathetic. Now you've uh -huh. got this protective soul tie with them, okay. right? Then there's the sexual soul ties, right? Uh -huh. And these are ties that occur as a <clears throat> result of getting physically intimate with someone, right? And just building that, that intimacy, uh -huh. that connection. Um... Sexual, uh, I did make a note of this. Sexual soul ties must be broken in order to safeguard future romantic relationships. Okay? Then okay. there's uh, permanent soul ties. And that's usually when uh, a soul merges with another one in, like, matrimony. Uh-huh. Okay? Um, and then the spiritual soul ties. These are the strongest soul ties to break. Uh-huh. The spiritual Can soul ties. Can one person be more than one soul tie so can me and a person can she be my um sexual soul tie and, your and spiritual? my spiritual soul tie i mean i would think so i'm not sure if you guys know but i, I would i would think so i kind of feel like if the right? soul like, tie is real they're all of them yeah you know what i'm saying and that makes the soul tie even harder to break and again i don't even believe you can break a soul tie i know i'm about to list 10 ways to try <laughs> to break a soul tie but i also believe that love doesn't die i think if you ever loved someone you will always love them you will always love them you but may not be in love with them you'll find somebody that you love more oh you know i always have an issue with when someone says i love you more no no i'm not saying I'm saying, like, if, let's say, right, you and I are in a relationship, we're in love, and then it ends, right? Mm -hmm. Time passes, we heal, we get through it, I meet somebody new, mm -hmm. I, now I love this person more, maybe in a different way, maybe, but it's not that I don't love you, I just love this person more now. But you're putting, like, a numerical quantification on love, where I don't know if that exists, right? So it's like... Okay. How do you know you love someone more than the next person? I think you may love them differently, but right. I don't know if you love them more, right? So I think even with past relationships, 
I loved you, and I continue to love you because love doesn't die. Now, I may not be in love with you, nor do I even want to be with you, but I'll always love you, and I'll always have love for you. So I was listening to something where they said that th in this 3D dimension that we live in, mm -hmm. right, love doesn't actually exist because okay. love is energy. Love is... Um, there's no fear, right? The love that we have here is fear-based, and love and fear cannot coexist. So they they were Why mentioning once you. <coughs> what did she say about it? I'm trying to remember what what it was that she was saying. Um, oh, it'll come to me. I ask because me. if you just said it, love doesn't include fear. So how, why would we base our love on fear? Fear of what? Fear of rejection? Fear of losing the All person? of our core wounds. But love is supposed to heal that. So. No. Love, love not doesn't heal, it, heal but that. You heal yourself. Love doesn't heal that. Um, Loving yourself. Yeah. Well, then yes. Yeah. Love heals love, it. Loving but it's yourself. Self -love. And it's, ex right. It's not love from someone else. Right. But it's love nonetheless. That heals you. Um, so are we even afraid of self-love? Yeah, that's why we hide parts of ourselves, right? We're, like, we're, we're just not, I don't know, maybe like subconsciously we're not open to accepting ourselves and everything that comes with, right? Because, listen, I love myself, but there's, right? Uh, of course there's parts that I'm like, mm. But you're not afraid of them. No, just, I'm not afraid. You just don't But they might not be like out them. in the light. Um, everything doesn't need to be out in the light, I don't think, for everyone. So, I don't know. I, um, I'm trying to understand where this person came to the conclusion that we, as a society, base love on fear. Or where is that connection made? What is the fear aspect of it? I, I would like to I'll hear send more. you. I'll send yeah, you the that's, that's an thing. interesting topic. I don't think love should include fear unless the fear is losing the love. And I think that's a fear that's just natural because when you find love, you don't want to lose it. Yeah, but, but if you think regardless of, like of what kind of love, love it is. If love and fear can't coexist, then if you're with someone and you fear to lose them. Then you don't love them? Then not in the way that in this next dimension, right, if you believe in that stuff, um, the way love really is. Love being the energy, not the mm. feeling. Right? Like. Um, I understand, but I still kind of believe that you can have fear of losing the love. Um, even if you believe in the fourth dimension and energy. Because if you truly understand twin flames and soul ties, let's say I meet my soul tie in mm -hmm. this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And. We're, our timing is perfect, we fall in love, we share a beautiful life. A soul tie is something that's created with someone, though. Like a twin flame? Oh, I met my twin flame. I'm okay. sorry. I meet my twin flame. Mm -hmm. um, this lifetime, we're both ready, we're both on the right timeline. We're happy as fuck, we build a beautiful life, full of love. Right, then spiritually, you're not living in this 3D dimension. Right, but you spiritually, may be enjoying... You guys are on another level that a lot of us will never even get to. 
I guess that makes sense. You yeah, know you what I mean? You wouldn't have to fear losing them because you wouldn't lose them because the souls will continue to love you. Correct. Okay, okay, like, okay. you know what I mean? Like It clicks now. Okay, so. That makes sense. But I'll send it to you anyway so you can. Yeah. Uh, she has a lot of good information. Yeah, I, I think I agree that love should not include fear. And if you love beyond the, this realm, then you wouldn't have a fear of losing because the souls will continue to love each other beyond it. And eternally, really. Um, all right, so let me hit you with okay. 11 signs that you found your twin I'm scared. flame. I'm scared because then I'm going to go home and be like, oh, my God, I, I found him. Or I never found him. <laughs> all right, number one, when you met, there was instant recognition. Check. An intense sense of attraction, recognition, and longing. It'll feel like home, they'll feel familiar, and there will be an undeniable intense bond as though you have known them before. Checkmark, okay. Number two, you're very similar. You may find that you have a lot in common as far as values, past experiences, and interests. Both of you will find that your past story has a lot of coincidences and similar experiences. Check. You complement each other. You'll find your differences complement each other almost like a yin and yang, which you, you said earlier. Check. Their shadow, for example, will be complemented by your light. Wow, that's a beautiful sentence. Um, and because a twin flame mirrors you, you're likely very aware of how your relationship highlights your challenges. Okay. Your insecurities and doubts are amplified. The purpose of your twin flame is to, su is to support and help you with your divine mission and purpose. So often this type of relationship will reflect your problems and deepest insecurities so that you can work through them to heal and grow. I think that's where the resentment would kick in if you're not ready for this right. kind of love. Number five, they feel magnetic. From the moment you met them and still to this day, you're drawn to them physically when they're near you as well as magnetically when you're apart. It's as though their energy is always with you, always wanting to be closer. That's another good sentence. Who wrote this? Hold on. I got to Shout out to Sarah Regan. You are writing beautiful sentences. Wow. <laughs> um, they feel magnetic. Yes, that's number five. Number six, the relationship is tumultuous. Twin flames are not always smooth sailing, and actually, they're usually not, and that's what sucks. Mm -hmm. Being with a t twin flame is like constantly being confronted by yourself, namely the parts of yourself you may not like and can be incredibly challenging, but it's facilitating major growth for both of you. I should be like a professional reader, you know. Number seven. <laughs> Y'all need an audiobook reader? Holla at your boy. The relationship <laughs> is very intense. Uh, a definite emotional charge between twin flames, and they often develop quickly because you already feel so similar. I think, I think that's where I'll be messing up. I think everybody's gonna fuck up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because you're what so, the hell? you're so, because I be in that often develop quickly. You said, whatever. Um, Wait, you uh, fall in love quick? I do. Is yeah. that I love everybody, and then like. Do you love them for like two weeks? I love them for like two weeks, yeah. <laughs> and then they mess up and then I'll love them. That's definitely not your twin thing. That's a That's toxic trait of yours. Toxic uh, infatuation. Yeah. Um, number eight, <laughs> you keep coming back together. The chase is most definitely a part of the twin flame relationship. At some point, one of you may walk away out of fear, anger, you name it, but you'll often come back. If you're in an on-again, off-again type relationship, it could be with your twin flame. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a little scary. Um, to what me. I was just saying was like <laughs> it's a lot of like push and pull. 
And it says you'll find that random things just keep bringing you together in random ways. Could be months, years, or even decades later, and you'll always find your way back to one another. So I was in an on and off relationship for like eight years. And uh, a lot of this is is, kind of like describing that relationship. Your connection feels divine. This is number nine. Your connection feels divine. That's a little rhyme. You're welcome. (laughs) When you find your twin flame, there's a certain larger-than-life quality that feels divine and predestined. There's a feeling that you've been brought together by a higher power, and that creates a very strong bond between the two of you also sometimes known as karmic relationships. Are you still check every check so far? Damn. You have an almost psychic connection. That's number 10. You and your twin flame can likely communicate with just a glance and you always know what the other is thinking. Not only thinking, feeling like You may I even would feel each yeah. other's emotions or symptoms. I would pick up the phone and be like, what's wrong? And he's Are you like, gonna tell us who this was? No. Okay. And he'd be like, yo, you're like a fucking bruja. Where like. you go? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, they push you to be, uh, they push you to be and do better. Yes. Because they are, because twin flames act as mirrors, they challenge us to do better. And oftentimes your purposes are aligned in a way that pushes both of you to new heights. It's a very expansive relationship that promotes a lot of growth. So, with that being said, you believe you I, have met your I, twin flame. I believe. And do you fall under the category of you cannot be with your twin? Yes. Can you tell us why? Because we're not. Time aligned? Time. Who's slacking? I'm ahead. I'm ahead of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Good way to put it. Good use Uh, of words. (laughs) I'm ahead of the game. Um, Do you believe um, this person might ever catch up? In order for him to catch up, I got to slow down. And that's not going to happen. And I'm, no. What if he double times? I mean, maybe. Maybe, right? Um, what worries me is that, Wait. I mean, and it's it's part of the, the twin flame is that every time you come back, it's like something new that they're shining a light on right. that you need to work on, right? And it's like, fuck. So. Like, can I get this shit right? Um, when you're dating a narcissist, do they point out things about you that need improvement? They do, but in a, like, a demeaning way. Would the twin flame would do it in a positive way? Yeah, like, the twin flame doesn't have to point it out to you. Just their behavior, their things that they do, and you're just like, fuck, like, if, if you have the emotional intelligence, right, and you're going through that spiritual awakening, you're going to realize, okay, wait, this is more about me than it is about them, um, and you're going to kind of, you know, start to process them. Like, okay, what is this showing me? Is it possible to confuse a narcissistic relationship with a twin flame? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. See, yeah. now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There's, there's actually articles on that, um, uh, about that. But the thing with narcissistic relationships is that they're not trying to better you for you to be a person a better person right what they're trying to do is kind of like beat you down by pointing these things out right instead of trying to build you up how do you know that how do i know what how does someone know (laughs) (laughs) well 
I've been labeled a narcissist, and I wonder if me demeaning you, or not you, but me mm-hmm. demeaning my partner, and maybe not even demeaning, demeaning might be a strong word, me pointing out areas that may need improvement I think what for their betterment, does that make me a soul tie, uh, a twin flame, or does that make me a narcissist? I can't answer that because I don't know what what else entailed in your relationship, how you guys felt, right? Like, did did you have that, like, did you just maybe not properly express yourself, right? Because I feel like when someone wants to better someone and you care about them, you do it with empathy. Narcissists do not. So I don't know, we have to ask, like, your past girlfriends. We should have a show where one of them come on. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> Come on, but, Joe. Um, that would actually be a very interesting episode, but I would be a team player. I wouldn't do it because to me that person is my soul tie. So that would be, uh, or they may be my twin flame. But either way, that would be bringing them back in the circle, which might be dangerous for me. Why? Because if they um, were what your if, twin flame, will continue to come back around no matter how you avoid it, right? But one way or another, but if I'm not ready for it, it's better for me to avoid it. How do you know when you're ready? You won't know until it happens. Uh, I'm good or <laughs> not, not, no, not knowing and it happening and me not being ready. Why would I? But put what if you are ready? I don't think I am, or maybe she's not ready, then she won't agree to come on, I would right? Like, ask her to come on, I'll ask her. There's I don't know who she is, but I'll ask her. (laughs) There's a lot of trauma there um, on both sides, I think. And I don't think our story, I think we would have to have a long conversation. Prior to. Prior to any public conversation. And, I mean, yo, I treated that girl bad at times, bro. So she could um, rightfully drag me through the mud. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that she was perfect either. You know, I have my pain traumas as well, but again, that's, I think we need a private conversation, possibly like a private therapy session with like a mediator to fully first let everything out. Right, but one of you would have to take that first step to initiate that. But we've attempted so many times, it was on and off for so long, and we did therapy together, and we did multiple therapies together. Yeah, but I feel like... I mean, I didn't know you back then, but I feel like you seem to be at a different stage in your life. I agree, but I sometimes feel that she has the capability of very easily turning me back. But maybe she's also at a different stage in her life. You don't know. Potentially. It's just, I don't know, man. Every time we link back together, something happens or something comes up or something is discovered that turns it negative. And the good times don't last. And maybe that's a sign that she's neither my twin flame yeah, nor my Yeah, I was going to say, maybe time. that's not your twin flame. Yeah, but that's to be determined. Um, Listen, let's do an ayahuasca ceremony. Is ayahuasca drugs? <laughs> it's like a hallucinogen. I'm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> is that but um, you have to be like DMT? I don't know what DMT is. Is that the toad? The no. toad venom and you no. go on the tent? No, 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 no. What's no, ayahuasca? No. Oh, I don't have my phone. Do you have your... Oh, shit, maybe yeah. I don't even know how to spell so, that, ayahuasca. Um, so there's even steps that you can take before um, ayahuasca. There's, like, plant medicine that you can take. 
um, that kind of leads, because ayahuasca, they call it like the mother of all freaking, you know, it opens up memories in your subconscious that you didn't even know was there. Um, but if you read up on it, like, it's life-changing okay, for so a lot of people. Okay, so it says ayahuasca is a South American psychoactive brew. So it's like a tea, and yeah. it's made from uh, the stems of the, well, Banistereopsis coffee vine, <laughs> and the leaves of the Psychotria viridius shrub. Um, so what I was thinking about is DMT, which is um, poisonous toad venom or some shit that... Um, Why would you want to say... It has the same thing as ayahuasca. It's, it's called the eagle death. Poisonous? Uh, toad venom. Or some shit like that. Or some type of psychedelic like toad venom. Like you can venom. die from it? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. You can die from anything. <laughs> no. uh, but I didn't mean to say poisonous. I meant to say psychedelic toad. Not Got venom. Okay. Uh, ex ex excretion. And they do the same thing. You go okay. in a tent. and But it's not a tea. They make it like a smoke. Uh, so you inhale it. And supposedly you go through, I don't know, two or three hours of psychoactivity. So and it's supposed to dead your ego. Right, and that's what ayahuasca does. I mean, it also opens up, like, you have to be, like, mentally prepared for this shit. Like, it's because gonna there's a pull, lot of shit that... It's going to pull the skeletons out of the closet and the thing, demons? Things that you don't even know you have, like, locked up in your subconscious. Wow. Um, that's scary. It is. It is, but it, it does kill the ego, right? And that's, that's what holds a lot of us back, is ego. I'm um, down to do it. Um, like, I'm super down. But I'm also a little bit afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's like steps, right, that you can yeah. do even before getting to ayahuasca. Like I did, um, it's called uh, vitality. It's like a, a breath work uh -huh. um, thing. And you go in a room. There was a probably like 200 plus people. And it's all through breath work, right? So you, I don't even know like the shit that went on in that room, right? I went from crying to laughing to yelling. You hear people like, because it brings up things and that you. And y'all was just breathing? Yeah, yeah, and he kind of like walks. How close were y'all? I'm sorry, but 200 people in a room and y'all just no, no. It's like this big. It, I feel like everybody's like on the yoga mats and like uh, you know, I mean, maybe like a little bit further than you was each person. And they're in yoga gear. They got their feet yeah, out. Yeah, like shit? no, you're you're you have a yoga mat. You have a blanket. You have a blind um fold okay. right that you bring. You have water. And he kind of walks you through, like, these breath works, right? And you start to feel, like, these tingles all over your body. No drugs. Uh, no drugs. No drugs. Uh, there's, like, certain, um, like, sounds playing, right? And then he kind of walks you through um, how to bring up certain things. Like, the first thing was, like, resentment, right? And you, he starts to talk about things and telling you how to breathe. And the first people that come to mind right you kind of work through that and then like anger anybody that you have built up anger with like it was crazy like i i don't i had things come up that i didn't even i would have never ever thought was something that was on my mind yeah. and that i had to work through um then there's plant I'm medicine down to do that, yo. then there's plant medicine right um there's a place in costa rica that um is uh, highly recommended by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And you do like this ceremony and you take a plant medicine and it, it. And that one's not ayahuasca? It's not ayahuasca. Then the next level is ayahuasca. And do you have to travel abroad to do ayahuasca? Yes. We can't do ayahuasca. We can't do ayahuasca right here, no. Oh. 
on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, I'm super down to do that, but again, it's a little, um, I don't know, it's just a little scary, bro. When you unlock memories that you lock for a reason, you never know what's going to be unlocked. I unlocked, unlocked a memory recently. Can I just share yeah. a quick story? Um, it has nothing to do with this show <laughs> at all, but I'm going to share a quick story. I unlocked a memory that occurred in the 90s, 96, 97. We were playing football in Westfield, and uh, the ball went into somebody's yard. And this kid named Hector, I believe his last name was Rivera, and if anybody knows him, please tag him, because I need him to hear this story. Um, he's like, yo, let's go get the ball. And I'm like, all right, cool, so I'll go with him. And we walk from the lot that we were playing in. Like, like just show you, this is the lot. We walk out, and there's a house here, and the ball is in their yard, so we have to walk through the side of their house. And he's like, yeah, follow me. And I'm like, all right. And there's, like, little cement blocks on the floor. And he's like, yeah, but don't step on the cracks because they have an electronic alarm system, and it's going to go off if you <laughs> step on the cracks. I'm like, all right, no doubt. So he's <laughs> jumping over the cracks, and I'm behind him jumping <laughs> over the cracks, and we get the ball. <laughs> and when we come back, I'm like, yo, ain't no fucking electric <laughs> bullshit alarm. And he's like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. For some reason, that memory <laughs> was just unlocked yesterday Aww. as I was driving home, and I thought it was the funniest shit. And if I had Hector's number or his ID or whatever, I would have reached out to him and just told him and brought that memory back. He's from so West So if New anybody York? knows the young homie Hector, yeah, he's from West New York. He was maybe a generation, uh, a year or two below me. And, uh, yo, he just made me laugh that day, and that's a memory I've never forgotten. And the electronic crack alarm in the cement is hilarious to me. So What's hilarious is that you actually... I fell for it. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. I'll be falling for the dumbest shit. You said it, not me. But that's all good. I want to look at 10 ways to break a soul tie. Because, again, Uncle Joe does not believe in soul ties being broken nor breakable. So let's see. And I'm going to tell you how many of these I've tried in order to attempt to break what I believe is a, at times, toxic soul tie. To balance that out, um, at times it was beautiful, so you know, just a little bit of both. So number one is prayer. If you've ever gone through heartbreak mm. or a bad enough breakup, you done prayed your ass off. Um, I've prayed just to be able to go to sleep. I've prayed to not think about this person. I've prayed for the Lord to give me peace. Um, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it don't. Depends if the Lord's busy or not. I guess. <laughs> but that's number one. Try praying yeah. if you want to break your soul tie. Um, number two, establishing healthy boundaries uh, where each person knows their role and how much time they will be required to dedicate to that role. Uh, I don't know. So establish healthy boundaries. I feel like you got to be talking to the person. And that's not, that's not true. Guarantee. That's well, how would they know your boundaries boundary. if you don't express them? I'm, you block them. That's a boundary that you've set. Well, that's an extreme boundary. What if that's not the boundary you're trying to set? What if the boundary is just like, don't fucking talk to me crazy or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to communicate. Depending on the boundary, I feel like you have to would have to communicate it for them to know it and attempt to learn it and respect it. Yeah, but if you're going through, like, a separation period and you're trying to then... Why would they be talking to you anyway? Like, unless you have, like, kids or something like that. Oh, true, true. Because we're trying to break the soul tie. So you should have right. communicated with them anyway. Theoretically.
unless you have to, right? Like if if you have children, if you have like depends, right? Businesses together, uh, yeah, homes, you, you, you know, right? If you have to communicate, um, then you have to you have to set those boundaries. All right, number three on the top ten ways to break a soul tie, fasting. Uh, Self denial allows us time away from distractions to focus on ourselves. Fasting from what? Fasting. It just says like fasting. From them, from food, from from life. Okay, yeah. so like disconnecting, right, yeah. and just focusing when on yourself. When you're going yourself. through a bad enough breakup, I feel like you fast from food, from people, from activities. You want to fast from work. You want to fast from thinking, from talking. Yeah, but you can't from feeling. You, you can't stay stuck in that space too long. No, no, right? I'm just I saying like you want to. You feel your emotion. Yeah, but you still get your fucking ass up, and you keep going. That's mad easier said than done. I, uh, hello, I know. We're how not, many times? We're not going to trauma bond. How many <laughs> times? Right? Like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do that. I just want to stay in bed and be like, oh, my God. And, and I'm like, fuck no. Get your ass up. You're going to go out. I've had friends show up to my house and be like, no, we're dragging your ass out. Oh, I love those friends. Dude. Those are the best. I love you guys. I have to give a message because I have to do this, right? Um, so my friend, my dear friend, Bloodshot recently left my other podcast, and um, he left he left the show in a way that I didn't particularly like, and I have unresolved emotions about this that I've yet to express to him, and because I've yet to express it to him, um, I feel like I've lashed out towards him a couple times, and uh, I owe him an apology. Gonna call him after today's show, and I'm gonna um, express to him that I was both hurt and disappointed by his decision and the way he communicated with me, and that has caused some resentment to grow. And I understand his decision because he's busy with kids and life and work and home. I just thought the way he did it was a little corny, and uh, I gotta like. Uh, I had to express that in aloud because I haven't and I have to express it to him. Um, I'm so proud so of you. Like, yeah, you know what? Today's the first episode that I don't want to punch him in the face. Yet. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Damn. Yeah, so shout out to my brother Bloodshot, bro. I love you and, uh, you know, I understand although I didn't agree with that. Um, number four. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, number four on the ten ways to break a soul tie, you have to forgive yourself. That's where I struggle. Um, I've never forgiven myself for the wrong that I did to uh, this young lady. And I carry that with me. Um, I think that we have to forgive, forgive ourselves for what we've done um, and also for what we've allowed people to do to us. Right. I, don't, I also don't right? think I've ever forgiven her what she did uh, so that also weighs heavy on my conscience and on my soul but there one day it'll come out number five talk things out something that oh, communication may not occur in this mm. lifetime I don't think we'll ever talk like that I think you won't know un until you try and I think honestly you have to at least attempt it um, to be able to get past that I I 
I from agree. what I've witnessed, right, from you, um, you you won't be able to let that go until you've sat down and had a conversation. I believe you're right. I um, think that you need to attempt it whenever you're ready. Right. Um, and if she doesn't want to, then you have to accept that, right, and, and figure out another way to move forward because she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to, but at least Right, so if she, d- if she doesn't want to, then I'm still in the same place I was before I tried. No, to but you, you tried. You, have you tried to have a conversation? Um, At this point, thi- with this level-headedness so that you have, So we right? haven't spoken. Um, damn, I don't even remember since when, yo. Possibly since December of last year. We okay. haven't spoken. And we ended um, not on positive language. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I'll keep y'all posted. To be continued. Um, number six, heal yourself. Did I say that one? You have to heal yourself. Ask for help from an energy healer or a psychic. Release the pain of your past. Embrace self-love instead of self-hate or self-judgment. Practice mindfulness. Pay attention to your, to your thoughts, feelings, actions, and surroundings. And uh, don't get caught up in the negativity that keeps you stuck in a place mentally or emotionally. Number seven, write down your feelings. Um, do you journal? I do journal. You do journal, right? I, I think journal. you told me that. Yeah. Um, that's cool. If you read my journal, you'll be like, what the fuck? There's days that I'm just like, you know, it's just random thoughts, whatever I have in my mind. Right. When I have a good day, what? But know? a man should never read your journal. I, I didn't say that. I said, if you just happen to read, like, if you read my journal, you'll be like, what the hell is her, so like, her thoughts? It, right? Yeah, but I didn't mean, like, <laughs> my man's going to, like, read my journal. But I'm saying, like, if anyone reads my journal, they'll be like, what? Damn. Oh, this was a good day and then this was like what the fuck is yeah. going on i don't um journal per se but i write stuff down every day if that makes any sense sometimes i have i have like voice notes on my <laughs> on my phone right to sometimes yourself? Jur- to myself yeah. yeah like when i'm feeling some type of way i'll make a voice note and just Do you go kind back of and listen talk to it, it through sometimes yeah okay. yeah um journal yo i recommend it um mm-hmm. just write down what you feel that day Maybe what you went through, if whether your emotions were up and down, whether write down whatever the fuck you want, bro. Just journal, just express uh, for your own nightly like cleanse and shit. Yeah, and when you go through like good days, write down the things that you've done, right? So when you have those bad days, you can go back and read a good day and be like, okay, this is what I did, right? This right. so that you know what fills your cup. Right. Um, number eight, visualize. Visualize yourself being free from any attachments to this person so that they no longer hold any power over your emotions or thoughts. Wow. I'm going to read that sentence again because that was a beautiful sentence. Visualize yourself being free from any attachments to this person so that they no longer hold any power over your emotions or thoughts. Joe, you need to make that like a reminder to yourself. You should put like a post-it. I'm going to get a tattoo of that (laughs) shit. You should put a post-it. On your bathroom mirror with that and just read it every morning. I might. That's actually a really good um. I believe it was the last episode that I stated that I'm a fan of words and the usage of words. And this um, this person was right. Good stuff, bro. Number nine is detachment. Detach- detaching from someone means that you stop clinging to them in hopes of getting back. You may find yourself doing things for them out of habit even though they no longer serve any purpose in your life. That's hard to detach. Word, yo. Uh, especially if you feel the person is a soul tie. Um, yeah, it makes it difficult. Number 10 is meditation. Do you meditate? 
I do. Uh, shout out to my homegirl, Blondie. She always tells me to meditate. Um, I've yet to, but one day I will. You should. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, meditate, you're not supposed to think about anything. And, I mean, through time, you get to a point after doing it, right? You learn to kind of block out the thoughts. Yeah. But in the beginning, you're going to get a bunch of downloads, like thoughts that come into your head. Um, and that's, that's normal. A lot of people think, oh, I'm not doing it right because I'm thinking, you know. Um, I actually meditate with my um, with my now eleven year old. Um, oh, happy birthday <laughs> to the young king! Yeah. Um, and the first time we did it, it was like a twenty minute um, guided meditation, mm -hmm. and he fell asleep sitting down. <laughs> all of a sudden, on uh, YouTube. On yeah, it was like a guided Send meditation, me that. I'm try that and he's like. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was like, Hey, if you gonna help me sleep, I'll do that shit every day. Well, I actually listen to um, sleep hip hypnosis. Do you? Yeah. On the send Apple podcast, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I need all that sleep hypnosis. Um, that was number 10, meditation. So that was um, how you should break your soul tie. The soul will never be healed if left unattended. Mm. Remember that, y'all. Um, that's good stuff, yo. That's good stuff. So soul ties so do you think you have a soul tie or a twin flame um that's a good question it may actually be a twin flame as opposed to a soul tie but because the twin flame is aka the soul mirror they are almost similar um but yeah. i still think it really sucks that find the other half of your soul that odds are you can't be with them but don't think of it that way think of it as like oh they're gonna make me a better person work, if you do the work on yourself you might get to that point where you're gonna have an amazing relationship with that person correct but odds are and the majority of times the this odds. shit don't work oh strive man. to beat the odds <clears throat> this lifetime at least right or next lifetime, who knows? And what's meant to be is meant to be, right? Shout out to Erica Badu for making the song Next Lifetime. That's like Seven one of the most beautiful lifetime. songs. I've dedicated it to like seven girls. Swear to God. So just let it be known. I'm going to see y'all all next, next lifetime. lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to all of y'all. Um, what else you got for... I thought you were a changed man this episode. I was Wh like, wow. But why? You know, starting from the beginning, you know, when he came, That's he's like, I'm going to change my attire. I was like, oh, you're on your grown man am, shit. I am, I am. I'm trying uh, to turn the sexiness On your grown man shit. Now he's like, 17. I dedicated the same song to 17 women. Joking. It's not 17. Maybe like 12. Maybe like 7. <laughs> That's better than 17. But so what? If, you know, love don't die. I'm going to love y'all all next lifetime, too. That don't mean I love in love. That don't mean I'm smashing. That don't mean nothing other than love, yo. You know what I'm saying? And I love my friends, male or female. And I'm going to love y'all this lifetime and next. No, I, I, <laughs> I was really trying to control my facial expressions this episode because my facial expressions be crazy, but... Yo, please, if you love... Mama Les's facial expressions to my stupidity. Drop a comment and let her know because she thinks it makes it look crazy. It does I think make me look like crazy. like the most entertaining part of the show. And the funniest part of that is that I don't be thinking I'd be saying the crazy shit. I'd be thinking like I'm dropping science. <laughs> 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 
like I'm dropping jewels. And, and I'm like, hating on me, <laughs> looking at me crazy. You know how many times I'm like, I talk back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like that punch is about to come. I fear it every episode. Hence why I try to be. Uh, I thought you were a change man. This I am episode. a change man, but that's nah. I don't think that's a bad thing, yo. Because I just said love. I didn't say in love. I didn't say I'm going to be all with all y'all next lifetime. I didn't say we all going to have a you relationship. You just said I'll see you next lifetime. Yeah. Do you know, have you heard the song? I know the song word for word. Sing it. I guess I'll see you next lifetime. <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> That's enough because I don't sing for free. My manager has told me not to sing for free. We have to charge people every time. But let it come on, dude. I... I honestly think, and I don't know why it hasn't happened, so this is a free idea I'm giving y'all. If you're a male singer, remake that fucking song. Because mm. that song is for men to sing, not for women. Keep it real. Because we some lying ass motherfuckers and that is pure G right there. Oh, that is probably <laughs> the most on point shit you've said. Wow, after I said yeah. something beautiful to my brother Bloodshot and I told you about Love and shit. Yeah, that probably was the real <laughs> shit. The most honest that we <laughs> Do you have anything oh else you'd God. like to tell the people before you leave? You want to say something to your fan club, your admirers? No, but I I, I appreciate that that comment. Yeah, shout yeah. out to that, man. Shout um, out to that. So if you have nothing else, then... Shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to everybody who tunes in. Shout out to everybody who leaves comments. My boy Nelly Mel, I love you. You already know what it is. Um, everybody else on the YouTube, on the TikTok. Oh Shout God, out to Shorty yeah. who says she got her tits done and not her butt. Um, DM is open. Holla at your boy for you know, research. You purposes. became a little TikTok celebrity uh, <laughs> with with that little clip on the periodic table. Yo, shout the out comments? to the periodic table of bad bitches. That should that's, be a real thing. That's where the chick was like, oh, what'd she say? Um, damn, what was it? She's like, oh, I, I didn't get my ass done because I work out. She yeah. said, but I had to get my boobs done. Yeah, that's also on the periodic table. Nice boobs. It has to be nice. They don't have to be big, but they have to be nice and enjoyable and delicious. <laughs> Y'all can make a periodic <laughs> table for bad brothers. She made one last time, bro. What was it? Number one, the big capital C. You know that's the number one element on the shit. The and then muscles. And then that's, other shit. That was it. <laughs> muscles was like down at the but bottom. But muscles would display a form of consistency. Of discipline, yeah. 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 So shout out to that. Shout out to all my brothers out there that, like me, are um, full of muscles. On that note. We're going to head out. This has been a... Y'all laughing? No. I just did a thousand push-ups before I came. Can you even do 20 push-ups? We out of here on that (laughs) note. Men lie, women lie, and all flowers die. Podcast, push-up challenge coming soon. Me and Les is going to go at it. You ain't ready. I only do one-handed fist push-ups, so if you're not doing that, you're not even on my level. (laughs) And we out.